What is Beauties with your host, Matteo Pascale. Living in New York City, you often witness bizarre and extremely comical things and characters. Recently, I was on the subway and I saw what I thought was a subway Jesus freak. But what he really was was so much better. Before that guy even opened his mouth, my immediate reaction was yes. Lastly, I apologize if I offended you by that segment's bad audio. As you know, bad audio is a hate crime. Okay, moving along with today's episode. I have an absurd amount of things to plug, especially in this episode. First off, join the Crooklyn Comedy Discord server. If you like what I do, then just join the Crooklyn Comedy Discord server. I completely understand why so many successful podcasts put their Discord servers behind a paywall. If you know, you know. I got really big news in my life going on with a few things. I just made my first student film titled The Rip Van Winkle Effect. This is big for me. The Rip Van Winkle Effect is my first student film that was ever submitted as a project in a film school. Of course, it was proudly produced by my production company, Crooklyn Comedy LLC. The Rip Van Winkle Effect is a mockumentary focusing on what life is like living with narcolepsy. When I presented it in my film class, people were legitimately laughing regarding what I did with that mockumentary. Someone in my class said it reminded them of The Big Short. Honestly, hands down, The Big Short is my favorite film within the last 10 years, and Pineapple Express being second choice. To just prove how much I like Pineapple Express as a film, I have a giant size framed movie poster of it above my bed. If you like what I do creatively, please support me on Patreon. Links in the description. Just check out the Crooklyn Comedy Patreon page. See if you like any of the tiers. As well, regularly check the Crooklyn Comedy website for blog posts and for content strictly on the Crooklyn Comedy website. I need to get back talking about my first student film, The Rip Van Winkle Effect. The short is available 
on the Crooklyn Comedy website, the Crooklyn Comedy YouTube channel, and the official Crooklyn Comedy Instagram page. For the last few Crooklyn Comedy production-related videos, I've made a new official video intro, especially made for film productions that were produced by my production company, Crooklyn Comedy LLC. Basically, I already had an official Crooklyn Comedy production outro track that I used for my company's productions. Here's the official outro track I use. But I realized I needed an official Crooklyn Comedy production intro track after a few weeks of producing and editing together an official intro track for video productions done by Crooklyn Comedy LLC. This is what the finished product was. <laughs> Now I'd like to address a major step forward in my career. The new podcast project I'm involved with. I'm the producer for the Mike Bichetti Show. All the relevant links for that will be in this podcast episode's description. Now because I'm the producer for the Mike Bichetti Show, there were conversations involving the potential bookings with me and Mike Bichetti on Compound Media's show, The Dump. I'm pretty sure all my listeners are familiar what you're dealing with when it comes to Compound Media on the Anthony Cumia Network. First off, as a Democrat, I'm not against the idea of going on right-wing media. Right-wing media is a platform just like any other. For example, Pete Buttigieg, the United States Secretary of Transportation, regularly goes on Fox News to broadcast and argue his positions. U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont has also appeared on Fox News to present his positions. As a member of the ACLU, I strongly believe any platform can be used for good and to promote yourself. Now regarding Compound Media's ugly reputation, here's a clip from Gottfried's podcast that explains it perfectly. Why would I talk about Anthony Cumia? Why would I do that? I'm just talking about him out my ass? No. I just, he's just, I've known people who have walked out of his his podcast or whatever, because they use the N-word so freeingly. We're not even there, and you're using the N-word. You're nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. Him and the Gino dude using nigga all day. You know, and I'm like, and I know people who are not black that have walked out and told me. I go, why do they keep doing this shit? I don't understand why we're always brought the fuck up. And then when the real motherfuckers walk in the room, you quiet. I don't get it. You quiet as fuck. You don't say shit when we walk in the room. You mad quiet. What happened? But you want to say that little dick energy bullshit for what? So I'm saying that and I'm glad it got to him. Fuck that shit. I'm getting sick of this shit, man. And we're nice to everybody. We're cool with everybody. Thinking like, oh, I like this guy. Blah, blah. And then you, nah, 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 nah. but you didn't say that shit when I was right there. Punk. Well, I don't know the ex exactly what you said or what he said, but I, I do feel like there is it, there is a, a huge fan base. Like people are trying to really tap in to that Trump. Racist yeah, it's been people. like that. Yeah, that's not new. Yeah, it's it. definitely not new. But it's like when you go, well, why? Well, but it's these profitable. Are, and these are the same. I get, oh, yeah, of course. These you are know, the same you motherfuckers. Know what it is. These are the same motherfuckers that know every basketball stat. They can't wait to get LeBron James on their shit. I go, but if I tell LeBron James that you call people niggas, you're going to probably get your head smacked off. Huh? Why don't you say when LeBron is standing there? Why don't you say that shit when that football player is standing there? You don't say a fucking word, but when we leave, you nigga this, nigga that. You punk motherfucker. Now what? All of you cats that do that shit on the radio, you a punk motherfucker for saying that. And you be around us.
If you'll be around us, and then you say it when we leave, though. Let Mike Tyson come on the Kumia Network. You say it then. Challenge yourself, partner. Challenge yourself. See how that works out for you. What the fuck? I'm just saying, man. If you're going to be about that, be about that shit. Don't be racist when it's convenient. Be about that all the time. Is what I'm saying. And I'm not no bully. I don't start, I don't do that shit, but it's just disappointing that we're always nice to these people and then they're fucking popping off at the mouth. What is your obsession with us? Huh? Your obsession with black people, dogging us all the motherfucking time because you got to keep your bitch because we might take it from you. Fucking bitch. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I have the video. This is another wild audio recording I put together in the name of comedy. Here's the word on the street. Matt Marin, beloved comedian and creator of Comedy Fight Club, on how he recently broke his arm. You guys really need to hear this shit. I didn't come up here with uh, any material for you guys. Came up here to talk shit. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I broke a dude's arm last night. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you were there to see it. I broke a fucking dude's arm. It snapped like a twig. I'm not lying. So I want to rematch right now. So if anybody wants to come up here and arm wrestle, I know I shouldn't have played that. The audio of my phone stuff. If anybody wants to kill my whole shit now, fuck! Damn, I fucked up! I need a better phone. This is an iPhone 7. Anyway, it snapped like a twig. Um, you know, he went to the hospital. He DM'd me like at 3 a.m. He wants a rematch in 12 weeks when his arm heals. Should I give him the rematch? What? Yeah. Fucking champ. Christian Conti said was that revenge for George Floyd. That's what he asked me because, you know, uh, the dude, he's a white guy. Somebody else asked me, was did Kanye send me because he's a Jewish guy? And my response to both of those questions is yes. Yes. Fuck, man, I should have never played that audio. I had a whole thing set up. There was a lawyer there. He told me, uh, don't speak to him. No, he said don't apologize because that's an admission of guilt. Should I have apologized? Guys, are we ready to move the ball off this game? That's what that they should have. I was, that's what I was going for. Yeah. But I didn't put it. But next time, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Stop yeah. getting Stop getting yeah. 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 It was Matt Mayer or Charles? It was Matt Moving forward with today's episode, I was recently taking a deep dive looking for extremely niche videos on YouTube. Magically, I found this amazing clip from New York City's public access cable channel MNN from 2000. You better believe I downloaded a copy of that video. For sure, one of these days in the future, I'll absolutely re-upload it. But for today's episode, I'll just be presenting the ripped audio of it. Here are the sounds of New York City public access TV from the year 2000.
Honestly, the video's visuals are way better than its own audio. This is just a special tidbit for the listeners. In the years to come, I have a bucket list of insane shit planned for this podcast. I'll just leave it at that for now. I've been really taking my sweet time with this episode. Oof, sound raspy. I don't, th- I don't think I'm getting sick, but that. Well, anyway. I've been working on this episode for about two and a half weeks now, just trying to make it perfect. I've been trying to not half-ass anything. 
I've been like just doing what I do to get my time in to make it a half hour or a little longer. But anyway, here's another gag of uh, what I like to call. I don't know what to call it. Anyway, here's a gag of uh, enjoy. I've been taking my time with this episode. As of now, recording, it's up to three weeks. As of now, I've been recording in chunks. It's up to the third week of just editing in, in segments, trying to get as much material as possible. And this is just the filler part, because you, you gotta have some before it builds the next uh, gag or segue, whatever it may be. Regarding this dialogue, I think it's good for now. Okay, so here's the backstory on the next music segment. A few years ago, maybe around 2018, 2019, there was a comic in the city who quit comedy or quit doing comedy. Named Connor McCausland. He went back to where he came from, ironically using that upstate New York, and kind of started a music band. He invited me to a show recently. He was doing a few shows in the city throughout different boroughs. Uh, the Saturday night I recorded this, I was one of the only few comedians in the building. I was what in the house, me, Matteo Pascali, host of What a Speedy, it's Phil 987, and frequent guest on this podcast, Steve Rubino, was there. And um, I was, I recorded about maybe like four tracks, but I edited it together. So maybe there are like three in this compilation from the music stylings of Connor McCausland who uh, um, I recorded, and uh, I'll be presenting that music now. interesting recording that music. It was very hard to edit together because it all kind of blended into one and wanted to be short enough and long enough at the same time to sustain the audience attention of what us idiots. I, I really don't have much to add on to that, but we'll see. Time for another beer.
Anyway, lastly, what I have to say on this episode is for the next month, starting next week, I'm going to be dropping a little mini-series, one a week. So that will be four weeks, which is a month. I'm not going to drop the title of what that mini-series will be part of the Let Us Beauty It's podcast, but it's going to be good. And I have a feel I loved, I loved working on it. They're all pre-recorded. They're all finished and ready to fire out every Monday for the next four weeks. All I can say is stay tuned and you'll probably enjoy them as much as I do. And that's been this installment of this very experimental episode of Let Us Be Idiots. Well, that's all I really have to say for this week. I've decided maybe be doing plugs in December because all everything's pre-recorded. So um, that's the episode and I'm going to cut it. Thank you for listening. Seeing it again and repeat, I'm going to cut it. Danger! Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lou B, U B, Raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Dames take the reins, act a fool with my pin bangs. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Dropping lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and now Ruby lighting it up, got you saying well Lang G, you be raw, that's a real gig But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots Let's be idiots, I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots Let us be idiots, I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots